0: Hello, everybody! I'm back. Welcome back to the Girl Diaries podcast. Today it's me, Neve. Hi, hello. Welcome back. So, as you guys know, I didn't post at all last week. I've been having a bit of a break from YouTube, Instagram, and the podcast, obviously. Um, I just needed to sort my life out, get myself organised again, and um, find my love for things again because. I lost my love for YouTube that has recently just come back. I'm trying my hardest to get everything back on track. Everything's normal again hopefully soon. Um so if you're wondering why I didn't post that is the reason. I'm sorry I didn't post. Syrian did still post so make sure you go and check out that podcast if you haven't already. She posted on Wednesday. Um and we obviously didn't upload one on Friday either. Excuse me. Um we didn't post one on Friday either. Uh, this week we'll definitely post one because we're at college tomorrow which is Tuesday and then we're also at college on Friday so we'll have one on Friday coming to you at 6pm because that's the time that I can actually post it <laughs> so yeah so today I just thought you know what let's have a bit of a chat I've been inspired by a YouTuber called Eleanor Neal you might have heard of her before she does true crime youtube videos and just like all things freaky in that sense i actually met her last year at winter in the city and she's the loveliest girl ever and i just thought you know what let's read through some people's scary stories and if you are of the light-hearted or you get scared easily definitely skip this podcast because we're gonna react and li- i'm gonna read out and react to some scary stories and if you want to set the vibe get a candle going i've got my candle on um close the your curtains, get just stuff in the mood and I hope you enjoy this podcast and let's get started. Okay, so I've gone on to Reddit and found a few stories. I'm just gonna read them out and we'll react as we go along. Um these aren't all paranormal these will be like just experiences that are scary as well if you'd like me to make a podcast maybe sirian and i could do it together of our scariest experiences whether that's paranormal or not let us know go follow our instagram the girl Dories podcast and our twitter the girl Diaries three which is actually the number three and yeah if you'd like to listen to that maybe you'd like that or something let's just see how this one goes let us know excuse me i've had lemonade so i've got the burps <laughs> Uh, right okay so this is a story that was written seven years ago these are all true stories that have like happened to people uh so this was seven years ago and it was uh, edited six years ago so let's get on with it true story time i was about four or five years old and my parents had just separated my mom was living in a two-bedroom apartment i had my own room but i preferred to sleep in her bed whenever i was staying with her our two bedrooms were at the end of the hallway directly across from each other Our apartment was on the first floor and I remember that it was in the middle of summer and my mum had a window open in her room, which was directly behind my bed, above the headboard. Anyways, I woke up in the middle of the night and remember sitting up and seeing that our cat was sitting in the doorframe of my mum's room. Her door was open and you could partially see into my bedroom. This was strange because our cat was typically always in bed with us. As I was watching him, he walked into my bedroom and meowed. I turned to face my mum and wake her up. In the three slash four seconds it took her to wake up and ask me what was wrong, we both looked back up in the doorframe and there was a man standing by my open door, making his way out of my bedroom. I still don't know how she managed to do it so quickly, but my mother proceeded to pick me up and literally throw me out of the screen window. Again, we were on the first floor and it was maybe a three foot drop to the ground. She quickly followed and we were able to start screaming for help and someone called 911. The police came but didn't see any signs of forced entry. Only that our front door was unlocked, which led them to believe that the man must have exited that way. The strange thing was that my mum swore up and down that she had locked that door that night with the deadbolt and chain lock. About a week later, she was cleaning the kitchen and opened up our water heater closet and found a notebook with names and drawings, as well as a pair of gloves and some gum wrappers. The police were called again, but all they could do was speculate that the man had been in in our house and hid until we were asleep. And then it was edited saying... Just to clarify, our apartment was on the ground level, so my mother didn't hurl me into potential paralysis. How do you say that? Paralysis. There we go. Just a three-ish foot drop to grass. That is probably one of my biggest fears. I've seen videos before of people... It's called... What's it called? I think it's called Chongin Yeah, Chongin Something like that. I remember watching a horror movie about it, and um, these people, they basically hide in people's houses, and they sleep. And they basically avoid the people living in that house at all costs. And the whole aim of the game is to not get caught. And it is pretty scary. That is probably one of my biggest, biggest fears. I don't think I'd ever want to, you know, have that happen to me. Especially if I was living home alone as well. That would be horrible. Okay, so the next story is also written seven years ago. These are really long ago. Wow. I'll try and find some more present ones as well. A terrifying but true story I experienced when I was 12. I moved to my dad's when I was 10 and didn't know anyone in the area, except for the family my dad was friends with. Single mum with three kids. Luckily there was a girl a couple years older than me, 12 at the time I met her, and we got to know each other a little over a couple of years. We weren't close but ended up having the same friends. One night my friend Rob was hanging out with her and her younger brother. They happened to be in the house alone because my friend's mum was at work which is where this gets terrifying and sad. Her mother has been helping this one lady through her work and got to know her fairly well. She found out her sister was in... in, uh, Words, neve. She found out her sister was in a mental institution and was let out recently. The night Rob is hanging out with my friend, they get a knock on the door. My friend thought it was just their mum. She knocks a certain way when coming in and answered it without thinking. Rob wasn't supposed to be there and he took off through the window to his house down the road. He never thought twice about it. It wasn't her mum. It was the sister of the lady her mum was helping. She figured out through talking to her sister where her family lived and her mum's working schedule. She came in and this is where I don't know details and I'm glad I don't. My friend's younger brother got away to the neighbours to call the police. The lady brutally murdered my friend a week from Christmas decapitated her and left her body naked in a bathtub, hid her head. They had to look through the presents, and I don't know where they found it, but they did. I wasn't allowed to go to her funeral. Oh. My. God. That is terrifying. I was not expecting that at all. That's not... That was not normal. That was not normal. That was not normal. Imagine... Oh my god! I knew the lady that had. Um, I kind of figured it out when they said that the lady had like got let out. I was thinking she's gonna come up here somewhere. Oh my god, that's horrible. See, this isn't for the light-hearted or anything. <laughs> okay, so this next one was also posted seven years ago. All these uh, stories are off Reddit. I've just typed in "scariest true stories on Reddit," whether it's paranormal or whatever. But yeah. I posted this last night in a similar Ask Reddit thread. Well, obviously that was seven years ago. (laughs) A few years ago, I was home alone at night time. I was watching TV in the living room when I heard the doorbell ring. Whenever I hear the doorbell ring, especially when I'm home alone, I am cautious to answer it. I walk up to the peephole without turning on the porch light so they don't know if anyone is actually home or not and look through. It's really dark but I can see a small figure, more like black blob, I don't know, it's de- it's definite shape and had to be around three to four feet, doing like a dancing motion, oh well. Wow. Dipping down and oscillating its arms outwards. Think of a person moving their arms like wings gracefully. It was dark outside but this figure was more opaque so I could see this going on. After a few seconds I stopped looking through the peephole because it was too freaky to look at. I regained really some courage and looked back through, and whatever it was was gone. To this day, I still don't know what that was, and I get freaked out thinking about it. Oh my god. That's actually quite freaky. That's more like a paranormal experience, probably, I'd say. I'm no like a paranormal experience, what you call it, professional. But, uh, that sounds more like it would be something paranormal especially if you could see through the figure if you get what i mean um but then again it could have been a person that looked like it was see-through but then they dipped and ran when like they could i don't know that is a re- that's a really really weird one there's an abandoned house next to mine the previous owner moved out to california 25 years prior and never sold it I got a flashlight, gloves and pushed the window open and went inside, starting with the basement. In the basement was a grand piano, still plays but very much out of tune. Old old World War II stuff, what seemed to be a signed Elvis poster, some other really cool things no one should ever leave behind. There's basically a whole story in that basement, including a broken wedding picture frame and instruments everywhere. On the main floor was an unmade bed, moulded food, still in the fridge and on the stovetop. Half empty beers turned solid, lights that still had hadn't been turned off. Then I walked up. Then I started walking upstairs when I heard crying from one of the side of the rooms. That's when I freaked out and haven't been there since. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, that one, I would have probably liked more. That was very. That was a short and sweet one. I would have liked more to see if obviously he freaked out and left. But I would have liked more to them to like what you call it explore it and you know see what it actually was instead of just running away but I guess like obviously unless you're in that moment and in that situation you don't really know how you're going to react so this next one is a very long one so let's just give me time to you know gather myself and get ready to be in a massive talking stage i need to have a drink oh my god there we go right okay <clears throat> this is the late. Uh, uh i've already oh my god right okay <gasps> this is the late 80s slash early 90s i was around six to seven years old I am at home with my sister, who is 14 to 15 at the time. We grew up in a small Texas town. Everyone knows everybody. We are home alone this particular night and my folks let my sister babysit me frequently. We always got along due to our age gap. Anyway, it is about 8pm in the winter. Deserts get pretty damn cold. So it is dark and we are in the common room since that is where the TV was. Watching 60 minutes or 48 hours or hard copy or some stuff those one-hour news pieces on CBS that chronicle large crimes in depth, trafficking, murders, kidnapping and the like. Basically, a gritty Lifetime special. This one was a typical story. Guy next door that was quiet went on a rampage in his next-door neighbour's house, mutilating them and kidnapping their young daughter. Wow, oh my god. Well, the thing about our house common room is the door leading to the backyard was a large glass door on a wall of floor-to-ceiling windows. Nothing but blackness beyond it... Unless you have the black, the backlight on. We did not. The front door is on the other side of the room with a small entryway. This is a solid door so you cannot see what is behind, behind it. With a glass storm door on the outside of it. About 45 minutes into the show, they are talking about the ongoing manhunt for this crazy guy. And bam, 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 front door bangs like crazy. We jump up and scream like banshees. What's a banshee? I'm going to have to research what a banshee is, hang on, banshee, is it a monkey or something? What's ban- banshee animal? Oh, I thought it was a type of monkey, I think it's a lion, no, it's like a, oh, it's like a big cat, Ah. Okay. I thought it I thought it was a type of monkey. Oh my god. Right. Anyway, as we were saying, right, where was I? I've lost it now. Um Right, dead silence now. The only lights on in the house are the kitchen down the hall from the common room where we were in and the light from the TV. We start thinking something on we start thinking something on the porch. We had some planters and a rock rocking chair out there had simply blown against the door this was west texas crazy strong winds out that way well a minute or two of silence and us holding each other post adrenaline overdose passes just when we are about to declare everything is safe we hear the storm door on the outside of our front door close someone had to have opened that door to be able to bang on the front door like that we are both frozen in the middle of the room on the floor where we had been watching tv my sister crawls over to the tv and turns it off it was an old tv so you had to turn that metal dial to switch it off which it does with a mildly loud thunk now now it is just us in a room dimly lit by the kitchen light down the hall i do not remember how much time passed with my fro- with my frozen and my sister still crouched by the, by the now off tv but we kept making eye contact then looking at the front door I remember this part vividly. I am on my knees, sitting on my feet and I turn around to look at the back wall of windows and glass door. We hear and I see the back door knob turn. It was locked on the knob but not dead bolted. It rattles slightly as if someone is, trying, is gently trying the handle. Neither of us make a sound, just held breath. Then bam, 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 bam. Loud as hell, someone is trying to force the door open, just jerking it back and forth. The whole wall of of windows is vibrating violently and I can see with each jerk of the door how my slight reflection gets fuzzy and then clear, then fuzzy. My sister flips her shit (laughs) and screams bloody murder. I am still frozen on the floor. She gets up and basically drags me into her bedroom, slams the door, throws her mattress and anything she can in front of her door. Thankfully, she had remembered the phone. One of those ungodly heavy beige plastic long metal antenna portable phones. We still had to direct dial the sheriff there and in her panic she didn't remember the number. She just hit redial on the phone. It was one of her friends and she tells them in broken gasps that someone is trying to get into our house and needs to get there right now. The profanity sticks out here more than anything else, who knows, young Bryant? I am curled up on the floor and cannot stop shaking. We don't hear anything else until we see the headlights of my sister's friend and her parents driving up the house. We never did find out who was at the door or why. There was no signs of anything happening, but a couple of scuff marks on the bottom of the back door that we could not remember if they were there beforehand or not. Nothing like that has happened to me or her since, but for damn sure we never forgot to lock a door after that. Oh my God, that's terrifying. That is horrible. Oh my God. Wow, I really... I really don't... Sometimes I hate being home alone because stuff like that. If that happened... I. Cry, I'd be in tears. Do we have one more story? I think we should. Uh I need to find one. Um Right, okay, so this one's another long-ish one. I need to get comfy. My neck is really hurting. Do you ever get that when you're lying on your bed and your neck slots really really hurt? Right, okay. Let's get reading this one then. About five years ago, my mum started dating a guy she met on a dating site. That part is fine. I had recently started dating the woman who would later become my wife and we had met online. I'll just refer to her as my wife for this story. Anyway, my wife and I never really liked this guy. We didn't think he was mean or anything like that, just a little creepy. He was quiet, he kept his eyes closed a lot and occasionally said odd things like offering my wife a chocolate and then popping one in his mouth closing his eyes and moaning as he let it melt in his mouth. One time, my wife and I were visiting my mum, but she got called into work, so we waited at her house. Her boyfriend was over, but he spent the entire several hours just hanging out in her bedroom with the door closed. Just before Christmas, my mum and this guy started having some difficulties. My wife and I were visiting her for the holidays, and she dropped all of her problems on us, and we listened carefully and told her our opinions and suggested that she would be better off without him. She already had her mind made up, though, and decided to break up with him on Christmas Eve. We spent the night at my mum's and got up early on Christmas morning to visit my dad at his house. We didn't plan to spend the night at my dad's, but we got snowed in, which was actually a nice Christmas surprise. The next day, we left at school as we... What? The next day, we left as soon as we could get through the snow, and my wife suggested that we stop by my mum's house on the way so that we could see if she was okay. My wife just My wife just had a really bad feeling about my mum's now ex-boyfriend. My mum's car is in the driveway, but that doesn't mean much because she lives close enough to work, that she often walks and it hadn't snowed in her town. She always she also never locks her door, which drives me crazy, so we let her ourselves in. That's when we see blood oozing out of the refrigerator's water dispenser. It had filled up the spill container and was leaking onto the floor and had made a puddle. My wife screamed and I freaked out. I fully expected to see my mum's head in the freezer. Oh my god, that's grim. I nervously opened the freezer to find a bag of frozen cherries that had been opened, crammed into the freezer so that it fell onto the ice dispenser and melted. Thought my mum was decapitated by her creepy ex-boyfriend. Couple of the... uh comments were after the other decapitation story in this thread thank god for this comic relief oh my god i'm kind of glad that it wasn't the moment it was just frozen cherries but you know what though frozen cherries bang frozen cherries are oh my god they're peng they're lovely my nan used to buy me them all the time let me see if there's any more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm (laughs) <laughs> I don't think there's anything else that... Oh Where's there like no, uh, what you call it? Paranormal ones? I want a paranormal one, I haven't read a paranormal one yet really. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Oh my God! There's actually a picture. You can see picture. Oh. Oh my God! Why is the cat just on that? Uh. I don't think there's anything else, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry um if you'd like this again though maybe i could do this again and find some actual paranormal ones yeah i'd like that i i enjoy these sort of things i love i love these sort of things but yeah right guys thank you so much for listening to this episode i'm happy to be back hopefully i won't be gone again for a while um i do take breaks here and there though so if i don't post don't uh worry i am okay i'm just i I like to take breaks here and there just to refresh myself and regain love for things and feel motivated to do things again uh so yeah so thank you so much for listening if you'd like to have this sort of thing again let me know over on the girl diaries podcast instagram or even on my own private dms uh dreaming evie official uh or on twitter the girl diaries three with the actual number three and yeah, we check our DMs every day, I mainly control the Twitter, Syrian mainly controls the Instagram, uh, I think the Instagram is private at the moment, so if you do follow, you'll have to request to follow it, and we'll accept you, but yeah, if you'd like to hear more of ghost stories and things like that, scary experiences, let me know, I may make this into a little series on this podcast, and next time you hear from me, I'll be with Syrian and yeah, I hope you've enjoyed, let us know if you want us to speak about our own paranormal experiences, or scary experiences we've had, and we will get that done for you, have a lovely evening, and I will see you all very soon, bye!